Four seconds early. Hell yeah. All right, it's Friday. We're going to end the week strong. I might even do an extra live at some point in time today or tomorrow or whatever. I don't know. But I thought I'd come on live and talk about this incredible, incredible bit of trolling done by Steven Crowder. Now, as people join on, if they allow people, it doesn't look like anybody's joined on yet. Oh, there we go. Uh, Because you never know with YouTube. They could just delete me at any given second as far as I'm concerned. So, um, but uh, just so everybody knows, me going over this man's video is not a endorsement of every single thing he does. Uh, I agree with, just like with anybody just about, I agree with a portion of what he says. And there's some things where I'm just like, but I do think uh, that this piece of trolling is rather fucking amazing. I mean, it's, uh, I, I've, I find it hilarious how it openly shows how absolutely biasly ridiculous the fat acceptance, fat study slash body positive slash what the fuck ever bullshit this fucking shit is. Uh, that the, the, these these people are. It, it shows an incredible showing uh, of how ridiculous all of it is. Like when, when you get to the point where uh, we are actually stating that obese people are oppressed. I mean, do, do, does everybody understand? Like, do people understand how absolutely ridiculous that sounds? Like, you can afford and you don't can afford the the time and physical care to literally glutton yourself into a state of ill health that then all of society has to absorb partial costs for when you do get sick. Obese people miss more work than people that are healthy without question statistically. And then to claim that you are oppressed or somehow discriminated against when your own action of shoving food into your pie hole causes you at a high rate, causes you to be ill is just complete. It's just obese privilege. It is just absolutely privilege. I don't understand how we haven't gotten here, but I'm going to say hi to everybody. And then we're going to talk a little bit and then we'll go over his video because it is one of the... I do like to do blind reactions for a lot anymore. Like I, I, when I, when I get a video, I try not to watch the whole thing, but holy shit, people, <laughs> I mean, holy shit. I had to watch this video. It is hilarious. I mean, it, the, the, the most hilarious portion of it is how they just bought into him, you know, but anyway, we'll go over it. Uh, Lauren, how are you? Hi, Alan. Hope you're having an awesome start to the day. I have been up for a couple hours. I am having a fabulous start to the day. I am going to, I hope you guys, by the way, uh, I've been making, I'm going to make the last two. This is our up and coming uh, release supplement. This is going to hopefully help millions of people. This is no morbidity. It is made up of four patented ingredients at their clinically tested human doses. Each ingredient has been shown on its own to be able to help people manage their hunger, reduce their weight, have a better mood, lower their stress levels. Uh, there are several actions of it. I even talked about Thinogen yesterday. Thinogen is one of the products in it that shows that even with, that uh, in clinical studies has with even out changes, it helps the person lose weight because it helps break down fat. So um, it is being released here in early April. I do suggest 
it is going to be a price point of $39.99. And I do suggest you get two because we will we have a very short run on the first run. Like when you first start a supplement line or supplement product, we are starting a supplement line. But, um, when you first start a product, you release a, a very few, you order a very few to make sure they get the processing correct. Um, and they then, you know, once those sell out, it takes like another four to six weeks, if not eight, depending on supply chain. So I do suggest to everybody that they get two to three months worth. I will also state that at $39.99, if you spend three months worth $120 in the next coming, coming couple of months of food shortages, what a better time to probably help have this help you save $1,000 or so uh, and get healthier at the same time. So having diminished hunger in the next couple months for many of many people in the world where we're about to have food shortages and shit is going to be rather, rather important. I am not stressed at all about it. Between this and uh, I have the actual uh, stimulant-based one coming, I'm not stressed at all about, about eating much less. I'm just going to get lean as fuck, you know? So, uh, but food prices are going about to absolutely skyrocket. So what a better time to, uh, you know, invest in yourself for a solid three months of diminished hunger, completely minimized, while it helps mobilize adipose tissue, uh, including visceral fat, get your waist circumference down, reduce your body size. So when we do release in early April, and I will be having a release date for you probably later on today, if not, uh, if not tomorrow, uh, once, once that happens, I, I would suggest to people a lot for it, buy three months worth and invest in yourself for three months. It also comes with, it'll come with our tips. I'll be talking about it constantly. So we'll be talking about the best way to go about it too, with also making sure you get at least half of an ounce to an ounce of fluid per pound of body weight that you actually have. Getting 30 minutes of consistent daily activity to get your heart rate up a little bit. Um, getting proper sleep, getting proper stress relief, making sure that you are taking good care of your body so you get to a healthier spot. Three months. You could In three months, you could have saved thousands of dollars in food and gotten healthier, saving thousands of dollars in future healthcare costs. So that is going to be, uh, that is my high, high suggestion for everybody that you get three. But anyway, Zoha, how you doing? Citizen D, how you doing? Uh, Mike Heist, you're, you're, you're live at 4 a.m. I used to go live at five my time, which would be uh, two your time. If, you're, if, if it's 4 a.m. to you, it's 7 a.m. to me. Um, I've been up since about 4 a.m. my time now. James, you're to love the work you're doing. Thank you very much. Oh, I love the shirt. Yes, this is the uh, Ambrosia Owl. Uh, I keep having people be like, are you Illuminati? Like, shut the fuck up, you weird-ass motherfuckers. If there is an Illuminati, which I'm not saying there is, I'm not saying there isn't, they would not let me in. Uh, I would not be a member. Um, uh, Crowder's a savage. This, this, The video we're about to go over is just fucking trolling fucking to the nth level. It's just, wow. Fat studies, never heard of it. Hey, how's it going? Glad I catch this. Bethany, how are you doing? Bethany Blankenship, how you been? Casey, how the fuck you doing? In the background lifting. Good for you, man. Hello, I've been binge watching your live streams and I felt the need to work out, so I continued to binge while on the treadmill and elliptical. Eli, that is awesome. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, we're about to go over and I can't wait. Uh, Teresa, by the way, and Big Spoon, how you, how you doing? Okay, Alan, thanks you so much for the great content. Motivated me to do so. Motivated to do. Motivated me so much to do something about my health. Down from BMI thirty-one to twenty today. Boom! Don't get too. Don't get too light. You're 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 getting towards the end of there. You're, you're, 
it's a little, don't, don't let it go the other way. Health is important. Health, 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 health. It's about health. My BMI, when I'm going to be dieted down, probably probably this uh, at my 54th birthday, will probably be in the 26 range. My waist circumference is probably going to be about 28, though. Uh, so it, uh, waist to height ratio, I'm actually going to be uh, close to the very bottom range of healthy weight because uh, my waist just gets very small. Um, <clears throat> but uh, just be careful. You don't want it to go the other way, you know? I went great. You're just taking a THC vape break. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, they put the obese gens development in by U.S. military into our food. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Sophie, how you doing? Lily one, Dave, uh, David Rashford. What's up, man? Congrats on something. Thank you very much. We are very, very. I'm very proud, of, proud of the work we're doing. I'm starting to get the. I, I got my first, and I, I was, I was about to text Mark. I got my first ever snake oil salesman comment yesterday. Like, it, people do realize that I'm talking about patented ingredients, right? Like. Like these, the claims cannot be made if they're not patented. They've been studied, you know, and I've used this myself. I'm just saying it's, it, that's anecdotal. I understand that, but, and I'm not claiming it to be some miracle, by the way, it, it is not some like all you need. And this is blah, blah, blah. You need to lead a healthy lifestyle. This just helps people gain the habits to do so. This helps you reduce your hunger down. So it's not constantly screaming at you. There's other, other things to add to it too. Like I'm going to be taking nutrient driver which has a decently high dose of berberine in it. Berberine is an amazing supplement. I'm going to do some review videos on that too. Um, those sorts of things. Anyway, uh, Big Spoon, hope I can get uh, my hands on the product. We will ship worldwide, by the way, but especially, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I do highly suggest people get like three of them. It's three months worth. It will save, obviously it will save you money uh, over the course, over the course of, uh, over the course of the next couple of months, because one, even with food prices, the way they were, even last summer, or even when before prices started going up with inflation, it's magically happened before everything. Um, it, it, it lowered my food consumption by about 25%. So if you think about your food consumption being diminished uh, by about 25%, imagine your food budget being diminished by about 20% because it depends on the volume of food, blah, 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 the statistics. It, I mean, if you can lower your food budget 20, uh, 20% and it, it costs more than uh, $40 a month, if that 20% is more than $40 a month, you're actually saving money, okay? And building future health and all those things too. Congrats, bro, on growing so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, is a lot of people counted us out. You know, when, when I first made the statement in March, on March 15th of 2020 about uh, how freedoms are not freedoms if you allow people to take them away from you, a huge portion of the audience got fucking pissed. And of course, with this, with uh, the way social media is, uh, social media uh, was very much punishing anybody that spoke out against the narrative. Uh, I'm just going to be me. And if, if it resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm just going to be me. And I'm going to try to help people. And that's what we fucking do. Uh, I'm not going to lie to people's faces and tell them they're healthy when they're not. I'm not going to lie to people's faces and say the data says something it doesn't say. Uh, I'm going to be as honest as I fucking can about as much as I fucking can, you know? Uh, and the only thing that restricts that is if you say certain things, you actually get deleted and then that doesn't help anybody. That actually doesn't help people, uh, that, that, that need to hear what you have to say. So, you know, that it's crazy, but anyway, <clears throat> doing for years, helping, helping people with healthy 
Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Can we release party water and low calorie snacks? We can have a release party. We will be, we will be, I'll be doing a whole live um, that I will be, invi be inviting everybody. Don't deny, don't deny the conspiracy theories. Funny. Uh, this is going to be a weird crossover. Yeah, like I said, I, 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 I got to be real. I don't have time to watch, sit down and watch. I barely listen to Rogan. You know what I mean? Like I, I listen to Rogan's clips because I'm busy, <laughs> uh, very busy, and I'm. I, I, I read a fucking shit ton every day of data and studies uh, on everything from biomechanics to health and medicine to uh, the statistics about the pandemic to everything like that to make sure I know what's going on because my job is to help people get healthy. And it's, that's, that's my job. You know, uh, I, will, uh, I will do whatever I can to do so. And I just try to try to educate myself as much as possible. However, uh, when I do try to, try to listen to stuff, I do listen, I listen to Rogan. I think Rogan's a very interesting free thinker. I find it hilarious that he's painted as like kind of some alt-right. I am, I, like, I feel like I, like, I feel similar. We don't have the same views, but I was, I'm, I was very much in the middle. Okay. So if I'm in the middle and for you guys, the left, I guess would be over here. And for, there's the right and I'm in the middle. If the left just runs the fuck away from me to the point where I look like I'm on the right, I'm still where I fucking was. My, my, my stances have not changed in fucking years, by the way, like on a lot of fucking shit. The only thing my stances have changed on is that people went fucking crazy on the fucking side that I thought used to think cared about more about people. And <clears throat> that's not me. That's them. If you want to run, run way to one's fucking side and then call me part of the other side. Okay. But... I'm very for free thinking, uh, using your fucking brain, critical thinking, you know, that sort of thing. Anyway, anyway, we're getting way too much. And wow, we got a lot of people here. Earl, how the fuck are you? Uh, Dr. Beast Hunter. Hannah, uh, I'm watching from the treadmill. Great. Fucking, I love that people are, are incorporating these things into their, their day. Uh, Monda, how you doing? Angela, Mary Beth, how you been? Smash like, dude, I remember when I was uh, super baked, uh, I thought you were in the, the Illuminati and I thought you were speaking directly to me. That's fucking crazy. Uh, Ron H., <clears throat> is there a projected release date? Well, the very beginning of April, we're checking on, checking on final encapsulation and sealing of the product right now. So very beginning of April. Um, I, like I said, I should have a release date sometime, uh, sometime here uh, within the next day or so. So very fucking... An, an exact release date. We're thinking around the fifth, but we got to check on. Uh, we got to check on uh, how encapsulation going, and then fucking shipping is, you know, a little crazy right now. MSNBC ran a story on how exercise promotes toxic masculinity and extreme extremist behavior. Of course, what, like why, why paint health as health is healthy? Why why not make sure people think of it's alien like? And that's another thing too that when they when they pace when they when they. Painted as toxically masculine or racist or alt-right or whatever. I think that they even called it alt-right. That gets people, their target audience, the lemmings, to even get more foreign to it. You know, um, you guys are going to weaken yourselves right out of fucking existence. Like, I mean, to the lemmings that are watching this, lemming by lemmings, I mean far left. You guys are going to weaken yourself right out of existence. I know it may seem like the angry bald man 
is very against you. Like you may, th I'm saying the things that hurt your fifis that you don't want anybody else to hear. And you guys get in your little microcosm and you talk about how just because you're fat doesn't mean that people shouldn't want to fuck you. And just because you're fat doesn't mean that, you know, you're unhealthy <clears throat> just because you live on fucking nothing but bread and fucking pizza and ice cream, that there's nothing wrong with that. And you do you. And that's perfectly fine and everything like that. I understand that you guys want to hear those things. And I understand maybe me like stating to you that you are in fact ridiculous and you're eating as if you're a fucking toddler. Um, I understand that you think that that makes me mean and everything like that. I am trying to help you fucking survive. A lot of these people who are in their fucking early 20s who are gorging themselves on TikTok and shit like that uh, are not going to see 60 years old. I mean, there's no fucking like you cannot possibly think that you're going to keep gaining weight and fucking live. A long fucking time without fucking burdening everybody around you and then dying a very painful fucking sickly death. I mean, it's reality. So, and I'm sorry about that. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People don't get it. You know, I'm sorry that it hurts your feelings. I'm sorry. You're that weak, but I'm trying to tell you, you need to fucking toughen the fuck up because we live in a world where these people are trying to convince you that somehow how we evolved, somehow exercise, eating actual whole foods, eating the foods we evolved on and doing the things we did to procure those, those foods, those two things are somehow either unhealthy or not important. We evolved where there was a lot of work, <clears throat> a lot of physical, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of physical work involved in procuring, cooking, eating food. There was a lot of work coupled with it. We don't have that work anymore. It's convenience. So to think that doing other physical work, such as going to the gym, working out, walking, those sorts of things, to think that that is somehow foreign or evil or in any way, in any way painting it as a negative is not in the best interest of the people. I hope everybody understands it is not in the best interest of the people. I would, and I mean this, I would gladly sit and debate anybody on this. I, I have debated doctors on it before and made them look like fucking idiots. How you doing, Dr. Joshua? You fucking loser. Um, I mean, still like, dude, the dude just lies. Such a panderer, you know, like pandering to, to the fucking fat people to try to fucking get likes and clicks and shit like that. You people are fucking pathetic. Grow the fuck up. You're a fucking doctor. Try to trying to say people that there's nothing. Weight stigma is more of a problem than being fat as fuck. You lying sack of shit. There is no weight stigma. Being fat is bad for you. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about fat studies. I'm going to say hi to everybody else. Citizen D, can I ask a real quick question about your recommended about fruits? You say it's better to have the sweets late in the day. Should I have fruit after dinner? Thanks. I look at fruits as uh, as kind of a, a nature's dessert. Just, I mean, because I'm the type of person, I'm saying this for me, and it does reflect with many people. The very second I taste sweet, I want more sweet. So... Uh, and if I eat sweet first thing in the day, I'm, my body's going to have a glycemic response. I'm going to always want, I'm going to want more and more and more of it. So I do suggest for lots of people, if you have a problem with your weight, especially if you have a problem with sweets, I would have fruit be your only, the only thing you eat that's sweet in a day. I would avoid processed carbohydrates and processed sugars as much as humanly possible. Uh, but if you're going to have fruit or have sweets or have anything like that, you should have it much later on the day. We have helped many sugar addicts beat their addiction. And when they completely cut out sugar, after they completely cut out sugar, it becomes banana and pineapple everything. All of a sudden, banana and pineapple in the morning, banana and pineapple at lunch, because they're the various, they're the sweetest tasting and highest sugar content fruits. 
So make sure you try to have those things just later on the day. That way you're not feeling restricted. You get to have them. You just have to adult and have them later on, you know? Uh, Christian Garrett, Berberine has helped, helped, helped with my cravings. You're doing fabulous. Fabulous. A case of Insure at Amazon costs $50. I'm lucky to get them for free from the VA. No shit. Imagine, uh, hey, that's what's happening. Um, I imagine it will be amazing after a sleepless night. Can't, uh, cat kept me awake. Ooh, that fucking suck. I think $50 is a worthwhile investment in health. I fucking completely agree. I, I can't believe they got the price point so low. I got to be real. Uh, my, my business partners, our business partners are fucking amazing. I mean, and, and I mean, I really mean that. Any, anybody that doesn't think that Mark and Mark Lobliner and Sean Torbody aren't trying to help people get healthy and lead great lives, great, fruitful, fucking productive lives for a long time, you can fucking kiss my entire ass. They, they, they're, they, they, I, I was amazed at the price point and amazed at what they've done so far. <clears throat> what are you expecting to start selling product? Early April. Adrian, how you doing? Uh, you got a good friend, kid. Lukewarm, how you doing? I think we got everybody. See you next Tuesday. Left, uh, left and right, two sides of the same coin. I agree with that, too. It's like pro wrestling. They hit each other with chairs in front of the camera, and then they fucking go to the bar and laugh at the audience. Fox, Fox, what's happening, motherfucker? Anyway, Dave Martin. Okay, we're going to – wow, lots of people. What's up? Okay, if I missed you, my bad. But we've been in this 20 minutes. I've just been fucking rambling. We are actually going to get to the fucking Stephen Crowder bullshit. Not bullshit. No, no, no offense, dude. Uh, anyway, here we go. Make sure to share the sound. I'm getting better at that shit. Infiltrates fat studies. This is just savage. Um, just savage. Anyway, here we go. I'm going to pull this over here. Um, hide that. So this is fucking genius. I'm just letting you know. It's absolute fucking genius. I am going to play it at, uh, 1.5 speed. We'll start it there. If I can't understand what they're saying, we'll slow it down. Key to the world of knowledge with the key masters being the best among us. Unfortunately, what we know as the world of higher education has become uh, a bit of a farce. And by bit, I mean entirely. Enter the riveting academic world of fat pride. Bursting at the seams with self-love. Fat pride. I mean, I here's the thing. Take pride in yourself. I, I, I get that. But like, know your fucking deficiencies. Like, I talk about my weaknesses all the fucking time, right? I mean, I am, I'm a hammer. I, I, there, I, I talk, I, I like, I, I joke about it to the point where people don't get it. A lot of people think, which I find kind of crazy, like most of you know, that this is not a character. Like, this is who the fuck I am um, all the time. Uh, though, you know, there's plenty of fitness people that play characters. There's plenty of people like pers uh, online personalities that play a character and they're very different off camera. Um, sometimes I wish that was the case because so, unfortunately, sometimes this is just who the fuck I am. And I am like this all the goddamn time. My wife is a fucking saint. Uh, no shit. And by the way, I did want to get to the point. If you are, if, if swear words offend you, you can fuck off and leave. So I keep getting that. Like you have to say fuck every other word. You don't have to fucking listen. You fucking weak fuck. Anyway, um, but take pride in yourself, but know your fucking limitations. Like the problem is, is like they just don't want to admit any, any issue. Like the issue is everybody else. Anyway, here we go. Acceptance and 
while dispersing at the seams, it turns out that there is an entire academic discipline known as fat studies, home to peer-reviewed think pieces such as overcoming fear of fat and queering fat embodiment. Yes, this is actually being taught by professors at some of the world's most prestigious institutions. There's even an annual fat studies conference at Massey University where all the brave and beautiful postgrads can submit their essays and present them in their fun-sized safe space. So let's meet a few of my soon-to-be peer- and their fun size safe space. Peer reviewed colleagues. Our Fatlicious keynotes, Esther Rothblum and Sonia Renee Taylor, have given us amazing talks about fat histories, our fat present, and what our fat futures might hold. How does fat blackness embody the future? I am an artist. I'm an activist. I'm a serious macaroni and cheese maker. You are not an activist. An activist would actually help people get healthy. You are a panderer based off your own fucking uh, self delusions. I'm black, I'm queer, I'm fat, I'm neurodivergent, and I'm really fat mobile. Quote, I'm a fat water jugger myself, and every time I go to the swimming pool, I can see what people are thinking about my appearance. You know what? Fuck you. Because every time I go to the fucking beach, I can see what people are thinking about my appearance, too. You know what? Every time anybody goes to any fucking place, they can, they can probably see whether people are feeling about their fucking appearance also. Hang on a second. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, but... To think that you, that like, so other people shouldn't be, shouldn't think that you're fat as fuck. Other people shouldn't think the truth that you eat too much. There's always trying to be contained. There's always, you know, the world is always trying to contain fat. The world is always trying to wrangle fat. You need to see fat bodies take up space and allow them to move the way fat, people, fat bodies move. And I call Fat bodies take up a lot of space. That's for fucking sure. All for a new fat ethics, acknowledging the role science has played in the oppression of fat people. Wait, man. Nobody oppresses fat people more than fat people oppress themselves. I'm like, it's to claim oppression. There is real oppression in the world. I, this is what I always get. This is because these people upset me very clearly. Um, to claim oppression over something you do to yourself is fucking ridiculous. People are actually oppressed. Like, like these people are privileged beyond fucking privilege. To, to be fat in like the like in the UK or America, you motherfuckers are the most privileged people on the fucking planet. You eat to the point where you burden the rest of society, and then bitch when fucking society does not want to accept it. That's that's privileged as fuck. You are not oppressed. You are. I mean, you, there is no like oppression happens in like you know. Maybe go to Somalia and talk to some people about oppression. Maybe maybe go to Venezuela and talk to people about oppression. If, I mean, talk to some Saudi women about oppression. It's it's so fucking ridiculous. A small white man. In many ways, have been the early scholars in this area. Interesting to see um, small white men studying large women. I was like. So what you're looking at on the left hand is Sarchi Bartman, also known as the Hot and Pot Venus. Um, she was a uh, coastal woman um, from Africa and sold to circuses. And by the time you get to Kim Kardashian in 2014, um, that is the aesthetic. Now, I decided to write and submit. So here's my thing about this, by the way. So it's wrong for women to want to emulate this. But, I, I mean... It's, when, when, when are people right? You know, I mean, fucking unreal. My very own fat studies paper for presentation, and with the help of my brilliant researcher, I wrote an entire essay titled Embracing Fatness as Self-Care in the Era of Trump. I then submitted the abstract to the
I fucking love it. Oh my god. Oh, it's so fucking savage. A conference. And, uh, oh, did I say that I wrote the essay? I meant to say it was submitted by Steve Matheson, a wonderful and totally academically legitimate genderqueer fat pride activist. All right, turn me into C. Matheson. Can they end the song? Can you make me a woman? You know, and I've seen a lot of people get really offended by this. Like, some, some people are so upset that he put on a fat suit and shit like that. Grow the fuck up. I had somebody, I, when I said that online someplace, somebody was like, what would, you, what would you think if somebody tried to emulate you? I'd be like, fuck, why? I'm ugly as fuck. But at the same time, you know, if you want to fucking, you know, put tattoos all over yourself, even just ink those motherfuckers in, I would laugh. I, like, I, like, what is wrong with you people that nobody can say shit about you? Like, nobody can call you on your bullshit? No, 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 nobody can make, make a joke at you. Nobody can make a joke at your expense. What fucking planet do you want to live on? Because that's full on crazy. That's full on crazy talk. Nobody can make a joke at your expense. It's fucking crazy ridiculous. I know you're used to Lucy, but I run Eggers for you. I'm in charge, Eggers for you. I know you're used to Creating an identity, but I run Go, pop, 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 some no I know you're used to Lucy, but I run such a shun. And, you know, the thing is, other people, and by the way, Duncan, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You know, the thing is, other people can, you know, can do the same thing for Trump people. They could probably do the same thing for me. They could probably, like, create, like, the false background and shit like that. That's funny. Like, because it's true. The, 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 tr the, the, the comedy is in the truth. People realize that, right? Like, the comedy is completely in the truth. People can make jokes about ADHD. I laugh my ass off. You know why? Because they're true. Like, but it, it's so fucking true, like, when people make jokes about ADHD, how, like, my wife will say something to me, and I'm sure she does not find this too funny, but my wife will say something to me, and then I don't respond for a couple minutes, and then I'll, then I'll respond to it. And she's like, oh, so you heard me. Yes, but the way, my, and she's very good about it. But the way my brain works is, like, sometimes there's, like, fucking all sorts of other things. Like, right now, as I'm talking to you, I am literally talk, I'm thinking about 50 fucking different things including like a study I read yesterday. Like, I mean, it, like if I fucking went through and listed all this shit off, some of it's very fucking dark too, by the way. Uh, it's scary up there. Fucking scary up there. But it's truth. And when people make jokes about it, it's funny because it's true. You know, when these people, when he's mocking these people, joking about these people for how fucking ridiculous they are, it's funny because it's true. Now, unfortunately, due to COVID, the in-person conference was canceled with the floorboards thing. Because they're all very high risk. Luckily for Ms. Matheson, there was still a virtual conference. And that's great news because Z's abstract was actually accepted by the chairwoman, Dr. Kat Pause, a self-described fat study scholar. And just like that, Z. Matheson was scheduled to speak alongside these intellectual titans. So grab your... Think about how fucked up that is. This is a completely fucking made up person with completely made up fucking uh, made up credentials, everything like that. And because they like what they heard, they like what they read, basically. She's now just, or, well, the, the Crowder's now accepted. And it's a total fucking, like to speak alongside everybody. That's, that's crazy talk. That, that's that's crazy, crazy.
popcorn quadruple buttered, and let's start the show. By the way, Stephen, if you do happen to watch this, which I highly doubt, but if you watch this, you're about as attractive as a woman as I thought you'd be. Whoops. Ready? <laughs> Hello, I am C. Matheson. I'm an activist based out of Austin, Texas, uh, specifically working with the non-binary and fat community uh, to help uh, increase presence of intersectional and non-binary people with uh, such events in Austin as a uh, women's... Dude, he, Steven Crowder should be an actor because he fucking... He became this fucking character. It's almost like you're forgetting that that's... Because it sounds like a fat activist. Like how, how they, t uh, it's fucking, wow. March, March for Our Lives, uh, most recently, the global climate strikes, uh, my preferred pronouns are she and her, and uh, my paper, Embracing Fatness as Self-Care in the Era of Donald Trump, um, is something I'm thrilled to be presenting and has been accepted here at the New Zealand Fat Studies uh, Conference 2020. Because of our current leader's bigotry, fatness, I will argue, acts as a distancing mechanism from the president, uh, as well as his supporters, producing both physical and ideological space that can insulate the individual from um, intolerant, bigoted, or violent ideology. So, uh, first, <laughs> I mean, it's complete bullshit. Like it is, but it's the complete bullshit that they want to hear. See, he's basically made a fucking entire uh, paper, uh, an entire persona and done this because they want to hear this so bad that like he is literally playing on their confirmation bias so incredibly fucking hard that that they fucking accepted it like this is fucking radical genius just fucking radical genius so there's a i'd like to issue a content warning regarding um, some fat phobia discussed in this next portion uh, it's widely acknowledged of course that the 2016 election of president donald trump was evident of america's some would argue underlying racist xenophobic homophobic and transphobic attitudes i would argue that it was always there, not so underlying. It just took 2016 for more people to realize it. If we can say that's a silver lining, for lack of a better word at all, uh, Trump's fat phobia has received relatively little attention in comparison. Trump. I love how they bought it when Trump, Trump himself is a fat fuck. Like, I mean, I, I, I love that. Uh, Alan Crowder loves interviewing people. Would you ever go on a show? I'd go on, I'd go on anybody's show. I'd go on anybody's show. I, I really would. Uh, uh, I would, I have, I have, I have no issues talking about my points with anybody whatsoever. I, I'm very, I'm very, very, very confident in, in what I say. I've studied it, researched it. I have, uh, I have point of view because I've been obese. Um, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the other stuff I talk about, the healthcare stuff, I have point of view because I've been a healthcare executive. I would talk and just, and debate just about anybody. In fact, if you guys want to uh, check out my Twitter, which is the MFing COO, if you haven't already, why the fuck haven't you? Please do follow because I release a lot of just my random, randomized thoughts there on a daily basis. But um, I have a standing invitation to debate the CDC director, Fauci, uh, the, anybody from the FDA, from Pfizer, uh, based on just the notes on my phone, I would destroy their fucking entire fucking uh, narrative just with the notes on my phone, using their data, <laughs> using their actual data. Um, so if you haven't followed me on, on, on Twitter, please do so. Anyway, but yes, I would absolutely go on there. Absolutely, absolutely go on. Regularly engages in attacks on fat bodies, individuals. Trump is known to target women with his attacks, referring to women uh, as having faces that are, quote, fat um, or ugly. And Trump's fat phobia even reaches into the United States international relations. In his dealing with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, uh, Trump referred to the leader uh, as, quote, short and fat. Uh, Atlantic writer Beth Levan responded to Trump's deval- but, but he's short and fat. 
Like, I, I, and I'm not even debating. I, I know he's. I know he's just fucking. But the thing is, it's true. Like, how stating the truth that these people are in fact fact. And I mean, it, ugly is a, is is definitely a, a matter of uh, a matter of you know opinion. You know, I mean, that's preference. But stating that somebody's fat is just fucking. That's I mean, objectively true. When, when you can very fucking see, very much see, it looks like the man's about to give birth. I would argue he's fat. You know, valuation of fat bodies not by call, not by calling out President Trump's bigotry, um, for which no one would have found fault, which is what's very upsetting, but by engaging in further degradation of fatness, noting that President Trump was was quote definitionally obese and quote could share clothes with Jabba the Hutt. When it comes to Trump's fat phobia, often the current progressive left, they resort to fighting fire with fire, using fat phobia in their own critiques and rebuttals. Biden himself, uh, the current Democratic candidate, recently lashed out at a campaign event, calling an attendee fat and challenging him to an exercise program, most notably push-ups. Individuals have noticed an increase. I love the little jab at Biden there, because it's true. He's need for self-care in the era of Trump. And this context necessitates, in my opinion, a reclaiming of, of fatness in the era of Trump. Uh, and what uh, and, and that's, I've heard that too. We're, we're reclaiming the word fat. Nobody tried to take it from you. N nobody tried to take the word fat from you. You're just fat. It, it, it is your word. If you, if, if for any of you and any of the, cause I know I, I'm getting mess, uh, I'm getting enough messages to know that there are the fat activists are watching these videos. Um, first of all, you're not an activist. If Twitter goes down and you don't fucking, then all of a sudden, you know, if, if you're no longer an activist, because when you when you're not on social media, you're not an activist. Uh, but secondly, um, you're not reclaiming shit because you are fat. Follows is an ethnography of my attempts at affirming my um, of affirming my <laughs> own they that body in. as an act. Sorry about that. I'll keep, it's going really well here. Um, my own body as an act of self-care, affirming it. I will, I will um, present that as an act of self-care. Uh, many who do so may not even realize it. Um, take this quotation from the New York Times about self-care. Let me read this for a moment. Um, or let's say that your health has dipped. In that case, self-care for you might focus on building a workout routine. Now here we see the linking of health with working out. It's clearly an example of anti-fat bias. Look at that and the funny thing is, is like just the, the recent article where they're painting that working out is something like alt right and fucking comparing it to neo what neo neo the word that will get me fucking uh, demonetized. Uh, I just fucking God, this is this is this is this is a masterful piece of trolling uh, of people that are so like this is the problem. What what I'm going to go over I'll go over that in a second here. The general discussion of self-care often revolves around the concept of space. Individuals express a need for, for some space. Um, persons are said to be in a good or bad headspace. Uh, the publication Mashable even recently highlighted the efforts of astronauts to practice self-care in outer space. Uh, space is an important element of self-care. And one tool for creating... I can't even believe they accepted this because he's just talking fucking nonsense right now. It's, I mean, he's complete... Like, now we're talking about astronauts exercising in space and they're like oh my goodness yes so true space yes space we need to take up space in both ideological and physical space is fatness when i was younger on several occasions i was touched um or, or fondled sexually um and on, on some of these occasions it was done without my permission so in college and grad school however um i dude and I, I would love for him to reach out to me i how long did he practice this because he i it, like i find my brain 
and I'm I, I find I like I forget it's him in instances like having dealt with uh, the fat activists and all then the fucking fat pride people and blah 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 a lot I almost forget it's him a lot he is fucking this is this is amazing this is this, I'm I am super impressed this is my second time watching this I'm super incredibly impressed gained a significant amount of weight. At first, I will say I was driven to shame by uh, my friends and family. They would say things like, you need to take, you need to take better care of yourself. Um, and at this point, to be clear, I did not yet identify as fat. Uh, one day... <laughs> I didn't identify as fat. And I love how he, he he's trolling them. You know, they told me I need to take better care of myself as if that's somehow a negative thing. Like, somebody telling you you should take better care of yourself is not a negative thing. Even if they mean it in a negative thing. If, I mean, anybody can take better care of themselves. It's, it's what you make of it. Words, get, words have the power you give them. Uh, all, all that changed. Um, I was uh, fueling my vehicle at a nearby gas station, and as I was collecting my receipt, um, a man reached out and tried to touch me. Okay, uh, sexually. Okay. And um, I did. I realized I had a realization that I, I wasn't worried. Now, why was I not worried? Um, because I understood in that moment, because of what this one I was referring to as my uh, freshman pounds, my, my newfound fat. This stranger, regardless of his determination, was very un would have far greater difficulty in grabbing my genitalia without my consent. Um, and that was where I began to explore the idea that fatness can be self-care. From that point on- Oh my God, that's fucking savage. Holy shit. That is, oh fuck. Oh my goodness, dude. That is, that is, I can't even, I'm not even gonna repeat it because like I, the, oh my God, that is. Um, I actively shit. chose to, I identified as fat. And I realized that, that I realized that um, once I was already being perceived as fat by others, um, I protected myself from the baser impulses of toxic masculinity and rape culture. Fatness, embracing a fat identity, ensuring one is always uh, already perceived to be a fat, a fat individual subject. These actions become performative acts of resistance, especially in this tumultuous time as deaths from, from COVID-19 surge over 100,000, um, of course, uh, my sympathies and I can't even, I can't even imagine got to anyone affected by this pandemic. Um, but more than ever, space is critical. It's a, it, the importance of space cannot be overstated. Look at the fucking, look at the acting of being upset. This, he's a fucking savage. My God. Space is one thing. I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, space often we see now is, is a matter of life and death. Uh, recently I was uh, picturing my favorite um, local grocer and there I saw a man or if you've all seen this person without a mask. And even though this man decided not to protect others or myself by wearing a mask, um, he had taken the time to put on his Make America Great Again cap. Uh, <laughs> um, but I wasn't worried. And I knew that largely because of my fat, I was guaranteed at least a certain amount of space. You may believe, wrongly as many believe, that fat is a threat to your life. But I would argue that in many ways, it may save your life. I used to feel guilty about eating certain foods or drinking certain soft drinks. Um, but I don't. I don't anymore. Every scoop of Ben & Jerry's... Um, or whatever, whatever your preferred food may be. I would like to see it restructured, and it should be seen as an act of resistance, not only against homophobia, but against fat phobia. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I absolutely love how, uh, how he links the, the, how they do the whole homophobia and fat phobia thing. Like that is their new, that is one of their new things because the racist things played out because everybody uses racist, right? So now they're they're like, well, if you are if you're against fat people, it's just like being against homo, uh, homophobic or homo, uh, homosexuals. Like, so they want to link it, they want to link it as if you know choosing like like as if a person loving who that who they want to love and being uh, and, and marrying somebody of the same sex is somehow 
the same thing as you eating yourself into the fucking ground. It's so it's it's like the, the whole the whole thing is just the, the borrowing of other people's plight and other people's other people's oppression. Uh, that's that's uh, that's why this I, I'm so fucking impressed. As the waist size, for example, of my pants increases, in many ways, so does my power, and so does yours. And I want you to. <laughs> the waist size of my pants increases, so does my power, uh, so does, uh, of gravity. Understand that. I want all people to understand that. I believe that. So I would like to um, summarize this by saying that personal fatness is a visible statement. Okay, what do I mean by that? It says, I do not conform. I do not submit. I decide what I do with my body and no one else. Not you, not a medical professional, and certainly not Donald J. Trump. Not you, not a medical professional, and not, I just fucking, Jesus, I've, I'm going to watch more of Crowder now. I can guarantee, I may not agree with everything he says, obviously, uh, because I'm telling you right now, I don't agree with anything anybody says. Okay. Uh, so, and again, I, for some reason, have to make sure that I give a disclaimer. I even gave a disclaimer on the growth, on the growth video the other day, where if he would do some fuck shit tomorrow, this is not an endorsement of him, but holy fucking shit. This is fuck. This is a brilliant piece of work. This is a brilliant piece of work. It is a visible statement that says, keep your distance. I am not one of you. I don't have to be one of you. Arbitrary standards of so-called health do not rule me. They do not rule over Arbitrary standards of health. Ah, oh, fuck. My sympathies, and I can't even, I can't even amount of space. You may believe, wrongly, as many people do, that fat is your preferred food, maybe. I would like to see it restructured, and it should be seen as an act of resistance not only against homophobia, but against fat phobia. Uh, as the waist size, for example, of my pants, no one else. Not you, not a medical professional, and certainly not Donald J. Trump. It is a visible statement that says, keep your distance. I am not one of you. I don't have to be one of you. Arbitrary standards of so-called health do not rule me. They do not rule over me. I will not participate in your bullying as a society. I am an individual. I am here, and I am resisting. Fat is here. And it is not silent. You guys, you guys know, like you guys that watch this all the time know, I normally have a lot to fucking say. I am fucking stunned at how savage this is. He, like, I keep forgetting it's him. Like, I mean, he is the character. It's fucking amazing. Um, thank you again. I am C. Matheson. Uh, and I very much appreciate you giving me the time to present this and look forward to answering your questions. Of course, this was all pure lunacy. And I was certain that the jig was up and that it would be curtains for C. Matheson in the world of academia. After all, these ideas aren't grounded in any scientific... There's Linda. Wonder how Linda's doing now that they're, they're, they're trying to eat her. ...literature, data, or even reality. And it was clearly a goof. So imagine my surprise when this absolute joke was not only accepted to a prestigious academic conference, but C. Matheson was met with rave reviews. Dr. Esther Rothblum, PhD, even reached out to... This is fucking... Matheson after the conference to peer review a paper on, you guessed it, fat studies. Look, Ma. I'm so this is this this person who's completely fucking made up is reached out to by a PhD fat studies professor to help peer review. That's how fucking sad. That's how weak the science behind fat studies and weight stigma is. That they they are literally so. It, it's it's they're so biased, so incredibly fucking biased that. Their academics, their academics will reach out to completely fictional fucking people to peer review shit. That's fucking insanity. That, 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 that shows you how ridiculous it is.
or an authoritative source. The problem isn't just that lunatic ideas like Fat Fry are accepted and even peer-reviewed at institutions as cleverly designed ruses to boost scholarly book sales. Accepted and peer-reviewed by, uh, by people that only, only believe the fucking data. That's not how peer review works. I mean, th that is that is amazing. That it completely debunks all of their bullshit. Like that alone, just completely debunks their bullshit. Because they, in the process, in the peer review process, it should be peer, it should be people of opposing views. That's why that's why twenty twenty killed science. That was the 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 worst pandemic death was science, logic, and critical thinking. Those three those three things were were the first and the most tragic. Uh, fucking. Uh, uh, deaths from the pandemic because science is about dissenting opinions, circling around the proven data and then discussing what the data actually means. That is actually what science is. That is, that is what population level science especially is. And to actually make it so the peer review process for science for studies is leaning towards, towards the bias of one thing invalidates the fucking study. But the problem of education doesn't exist in a bubble. Think about it for a second. What happens to the students? What happens when they grow up and become yep. lawyers, doctors, mm -hmm. or God forbid, teachers themselves? Today's ivory tower quackery is tomorrow's gospel truth. Crazy ideas like gender fluidity, endless pronouns, fat pride, they were all created the same way and became ingrained into our authoritative sources. This isn't anything new. The insanity of higher education has been influencing culture for decades. In the late 1980s, you had the birth of queer studies with an academic all right, we're gonna. I just wanted to talk about the rest of the, the the fat study shit. So, I gotta say, and I really mean this, uh, Mr. Crowder, if you watch this, I'd love to come on your show and discuss that topic. Because uh, even though uh, the the fucked up thing is, I I think I have a unique perspective because I I was one of the very first people I think that that they attempted to cancel, like the fat acceptance community attempted to cancel. Um, they had organized. Uh, uh, mass reporting campaigns on my social media, on my accounts, they fucking uh, death threats, all that shit. I mean, uh, to a great degree. So I think I have a unique perspective. I've been at this five fucking years now of pissing off fat people uh, by telling them to get fucking healthy and looking out for them more than they look out for themselves. So I would absolutely love to even just have a conversation with you. We don't even need to record it. But I think that this was a fucking amazing piece of work, an absolutely amazing piece of work that is troll level fucking 5,000. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable, unbelievable fucking, uh, un, un, it's, it's truly, it's, un, it's unbelievable the lengths that they went to. And I gotta be real, for, for them to then completely devastate their own fucking talking, their own, their own shit by trying by biasly trying to get this person to fucking uh, peer review shit for them is hilarious. I mean, if anything can possibly ever show you that these people are completely full of shit, this should, that, that, that this absolutely should. It really, really should. My goodness. My goodness. So I'm going to take some Q&A. We got, we got a little bit of time that finished up a little bit earlier than I thought. I am going to... Oh, let me check something. I am going to... Amen. Public Skeptical Cat. I love Crowder. 
Not part of the club, though. So any questions about anything, I'll take right now. So um, if I'm going to scroll up just a little bit. In our country, schools are paid from taxes. If professors would, uh, would accept this, I would become a, a member of parliament. That's the thing. Like, I mean, especially, especially like elementary school and stuff like that, that's a, that's a big focus in America right now. It should be math, life skills, things like that, like diversity coaching, diversity teaching, like fucking all that shit. Like there, there's a lot of people that are fucking worried about the fucking, the, the, the don't say gay bill and stuff like that from Florida. It doesn't even say that. It's, it's meant to stop people from talking about sex to fucking kids under fucking 10. I'm sorry. If you find yourself against something like that, maybe, maybe, maybe evaluate, you know, maybe, maybe evaluate, you know? Uh, I, I don't think, I, I didn't think they, uh, they would, I just, I'm telling you, I can't even fucking get over how fucking crazy that is. Haven't laughed this hard in a while. That was some genius fucking work. No shit. No shit. Do the fat studies groups know that he is trolling them? I'm sure they do now. I'm sure they do now. Um, off topic. What would you, uh, what would you prepare your kids? What would you prepare for your kids' school lunch? Some sort of, uh, it would be a refrigerator, the refrigerator box. And it would be some sort of fucking protein vegetable. And uh, and and start and and vegetable starch, so steak, fuck, steak, broccoli, and sweet potato would be good. Was I obese in my twenties? No, I was not obese in my twenties. I was thick, but I wasn't yet obese. I weighed about one hundred and ninety pounds in my twenties. In my early twenties, I was still like thinner. I was in like the one hundred and seventies. And then I just, that was when I, I started working really fucking hard to, to bulk up. Ever had duck eggs? No, I, I actually haven't. I have not. Uh, can no morbidity be used as a way to cut during cutting season? Absolutely. I'm fairly lean, but struggle with that last little bit. It absolutely can. Um, it, it, just, it diminishes hunger. So it absolutely can. It can help. It, it, the idea behind it is to help people almost in, with minimized or in the absence of hunger, depending on how they eat, because it, it combined with a, with a, uh, a, ver a very low processed food nutrition should provide almost complete satiation uh, away from cravings and stuff like that. It doesn't stop with mental cravings and it doesn't stop with blood sugar cravings. If you eat something sweet, you might still get a blood sugar craving, but we have, we're working on other methods uh, about that too. We'll have other, we'll have other uh, aspects of that too. Um, but the, it absolutely can help. In fact, I'm going, I'm going to be taking it to, to cut down, basically cut down. I'm going to be taking that along with, with Ember. We have, we have something we're going to call the Beyond Willpower stack uh, from Ambrosia 2 that, that we're going to be releasing, which is a few things to be, take with it. No morbidity is good because it is non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based. So if you still want to drink coffee, if you still want to do these things, you can fucking have, you'll have no morbidity. Anybody, anybody, it's, like, it's not taxing on your system. It's just, it blocks the mechanism of hunger in multiple different facets and causes your body to go to help, help with glycogenesis. And, and I mean, you can look at, uh, and I'm going to be sharing the links for the links for the ingredients, Slimaluna, Thinogen, um, Garcitrin, uh, and, uh, and KSM 66. KSM 66 is widely used already. It's ashwagandha. I can, I can never pronounce it right. <clears throat> That's one of the reasons why I'm working on that fucking video, but yes, absolutely. Raphael. Uh, do you still eat rabbit? Uh, I know you mentioned in a recent video, I ate rabbit when I was younger. I haven't ate, eaten in a long time. I used to hunt all the time. So I ate when I fucking hunted, you know, like 
Uh, but yeah, I would, I would eat it the hundred out of hundred. I fucking like it. The only problem with rabbit is that rabbit is uh, rabbit is extremely lean. It has almost no fat. So, hey, on I've recently uh, I have a decently active job and average around twenty thousand steps a day, uh, give or take. How much extra uh, should I work out in the day? It depends on you. It depends on what you want. It depends on what you want to do. I think you get plenty of basic activity. But by the way, people, here is the link to our coaching. You can also get a thirty minute consultation. My wife and I and our coaching talk to people. Uh, all week long, then we have weekly video conferences with them to help make adjustments. We tone it to the person's actual lifestyle. We focus on satiation, satisfaction, appropriate fitness level activities to build healthy habits so they can also learn how to build these things themselves. We teach them the why. It's not just, we don't just, it's not like other coaching where we just tell you what to eat, tell you what activity to do, and then have you lose weight and then throw our hands up like we're some fucking greatness as if like anybody couldn't get anybody to lose weight if they give them a lower calorie food and enforce them to do a whole bunch of activity. We teach the person to build a healthy lifestyle. And then we also teach, we try to teach the person the skills that they need to adjust this as their life changes because life changes. So you can check that out. It's, uh, that is the three month block. You can also get a one, uh, you can also get month to month. And we also, if you do get the uh, consultation, we will, if you decide to get coaching, we will take the $35 that the consultation costs off of the cost, off of the cost of the three month block. <clears throat> My super chats aren't going through. They don't want me to make money. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, how much vitamin E do you take a day, brother? Think about increasing mine. I take about 10,000 IUs a day and I live in, and I live in, uh, uh, Florida. Vitamin E. No, uh, vitamin, I, I was thinking vitamin D, vitamin E, uh, vitamin E I'd have to check. I don't know. Helen Ben Shapiro did a follow-up follow-up interview with Crowder. Talks about the whole thing. Uh, he gives more info if you're interested. I will look. It, I will look it up. I will look it up. Uh, this is not USA only. This is happening all over the world. For example, Mexico is sad to say we're uh, being obese too. It's fucking we're crazy. Fat phobia is right-wing propaganda. The real problems are white privilege and racism, not uh, someone having the human uh, right to, to weigh extra. Do you really believe that? Like, I, I like, is, or is, I mean, I know most of it's just trolling, but let's be real. Being fat as fuck is unhealthy. And you actually think it's like white privilege to be, I mean, I, you know, at least get better, like, at least get better with the trolling. Come up with, come up with a response to me saying that gravity exists and, and why it doesn't exist for fat people to be damaging their fucking legs and shit like that. Like, come up with something. Like, if you're going to troll, do better. We just watched a master, masterful fucking trolling, and you're going to come up with the fucking talking points of fat phobia, which, I mean, I get it. That's all you got. If I mean, even as a troll, even if you don't believe this, try to do something better. Try to come up with something better. You, at this stage, you just, I mean, it's just, it's weakness. Like, it's just, it, it's even weak trolling. Like, try to come up with some better fucking talking points, for fuck's sake. Nigeria uh, teacher, uh, Nigeria teaches children more skills than American school. That's pretty fucking crazy and sad. It really is. How do you feel after no morbidity? Is it uh, like feeling full or is it just like, uh, or is it just don't feel hungry? You don't feel full. You just don't feel hungry. <clears throat> Fat phobia is entirely a left-leaning thing. White privilege is not a thing. I'm not right. I mean... That's a whole other topic. <clears throat> Can you go over uh, insulin? Hey, I'm, th I'm thinking you're insulin spiking. Well, when you ingest something, in, when you ingest something sugary, your insulin spikes and, cause, and it causes your body to want more and more and more of those carbohydrates. Like, I mean, your body wants more of that. It just does. It wants quick, easy energy. You know, 
uh, we were hardwired to like to 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 want energy. I mean, like we are. The, but there's a reason why carbohydrates are not essential and fats and amino acids are. You know, I, I weigh three thirty. I want to weigh one eighty five. How many calories do I eat? Depends on your activity. Depends on who you are. You should get a consultation. I can possibly help you out with that. I could give you a range of calories. I can honestly suggest if you want to weigh. And here's 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 the best I can do for you. Depending upon your activity level, uh, and you want to weigh 185, I would start with a basic amount of calories, a calorie range between 1,700 calories and 2,200 calories. That'll put you somewhere in the range. Uh, if you weigh 330, you're ingesting somewhere around 3,000 to 4,000 calories a day. So I would just start by, I don't know, cutting that in about a third, and then, then losing some weight, and then evaluating from there. But instead of thinking about the end goal, maybe just try to lead a little healthier life and not eat three to 4,000 calories a day. Yeah, you do have to watch rabbits for worms, parasites, all sorts of things. Check the liver for liver spots too. Uh, like when you gut it, when, when you when you gut it, when you, and when you pull out the innards, make sure you check the liver. And if and if the liver is good, eat the liver. I was lifting five times a week uh, and two hundred ten minutes of cardio a week too much. I started to feel sloppy every time I wake up in the morning. If you're feeling sloppy, I, you're you're either under recovering or undernourishing yourself. I don't know. It depends on what you mean by sloppy. Sloppy, by the way. Um, it could be too much. It could be that you're not hydrating enough. It could be that you're not getting enough sleep. There could be multiple things about it. I would say working out too much is when it becomes when it starts to feel like a chore, or you're feeling extremely fatigued, or you are not like your your muscles aren't recovering. Um, you do work. I mean, five times a week, depending on the intensity level. I mean, you could walk into the gym and fucking take five minute breaks in between sets. That's not even working out to me. That's just lifting. Um, 210 minutes of cardio a week, that's 30 minutes of cardio. That's that's decent amount, depends on the intensity level. Um, I got to be real, that's, I mean, I, I, do, I do more than that. Uh, and I don't think it's too much, but it does depend on you and your life and everything like that, your genetics, your nutrition, so many things, you know. I wish I could answer better than that, but I can't. Thank you very much, I appreciate it. Gravity is white science, I know. I haven't heard an original pro-fat argument in years. They don't have any, that's because they don't have any. It's all, they're all emotional. Uh, you hurt my feelings, therefore you suck. That's the fucking thing about it, you know? A basic human right to die first in, in an apocalyptic event scenario. That's the, uh, that's another thing, too. Like, if you can't take care of yourself, should something fucking crazy happen, why should society have to, you know? If you block the fucking stairway when other people are trying to get out of a burning building, you're a detriment to society. I'm just saying. If you clog the fucking healthcare system, which obesity does, over, like... Well over 50% of all hospital admissions are for chronic illness. 80% of all chronic illness is lifestyle driven. People either eat too much, drink too much, smoke too much, those sorts of things. Most of it's eating too much, statistically speaking. So obese, obesity is a blight upon our society. Like being morbidly, being morbidly obese is societally irresponsible. You are not doing your part. I know that's hard for many people to hear, but I could back up that argument with statistics, facts, and data fucking many times, you know? How can one fit exercise into a schedule? Prioritize it. Get it done in first thing of the day. If you can't get it done, I don't know. Have the super chat S, uh, but uh, ain't swearing in Alan's house. I don't know. You can swear in my house all the fuck you want. I don't care. I swear in here all the time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Sleep less. Uh, I sleep less. I can function on six hours. Eat right way. Helps me. That's I hear more nutrients. That's what I, I agree with that too. Dallin, 
uh, we only eat wild uh, wild rabbits in the winter, less likely to have parasites. Exactly, and that's why the, that's why the the season is normally in the fall and winter. I'm going to scroll down a little bit. Uh, do you think it's possible to, to live a healthy vegan life? I do. Absolutely. I think it's very possible to lead a healthy vegan life. You need to be very active, though. Um, and it, like, you don't end up, any fat vegan is not healthy, obviously, because you're fat, right? But it's almost like to get the protein allotment you need from a vegan lifestyle you need to eat a lot of food, a decent amount of food. There's no high, there's no high, high protein dense foods in the vegan lifestyle. So hang on, I, I got to check something here. I got to make sure I'm not missing clients because we do talk to our clients once a week. It's the majority of what I do actually. And I just got to make sure I'm not fucking. Okay. I got a little bit of time still. I got, we're good. We're good. We're good. I can answer questions. Um, but yeah, you can lead a healthy vegan lifestyle. I, I would worry. I would worry about B twelve, stuff like that. Uh, but you know, I, I would you know, I, I would think you can. You need to make sure you're very active. But most people should make sure they're very active anyway. Um, I got. I got to be real. Here in the next couple of years, because once no morbidity launches, uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch stuff around. Where I'm not gonna be tied to this chair as much. We're gonna be out doing doing more stuff. I will definitely be increasing my calories because. I don't want to be and stay super lean all year round. I get super lean in the summer because it's hot out and I enjoy it and I enjoy working out in the heat and those sorts of things. But, and I live in Florida, so I'm going to stay decently lean all year round. You know, I'll probably never get about 14% body fat ever again. It, that's where I kind of, like 14, 15 is where I ended up uh, in the winter after, when, when I was trying to uh, make sure I, I, I stay in the healthy range and I keep my mentality good, I, you know. Uh, but, the reality is, like, I, everybody should be as active as possible. I do a lot of sitting. I don't like doing that. I, I have a standing desk, you know, in in there that I use fair, uh, way. I should use it way, 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 way more. But we also, I mean, are going to be getting out more. We're going to be doing a lot more things because we are going to be uh, working on no morbidity and coaching. Is while it's very, you know, we're, we're going to keep up all the coaching we do now and even add more people to it. Uh, we are going to streamline some stuff on different days, so I, so we can be up and about more often. We we are I, activity keeps you alive, body in motion, stay in motion. So, but for vegan people who have to ingest more calories in order to get a good protein allotment, um, you need to be even more active, in my opinion. But yeah, you can be healthy. Um, my knees are killing me recently. I walk a ton and do intense cardio, intense cardio three times a week. I'm almost forty and wondering if it's my age related. I don't know, necessarily know if it's age related. You could have osteoarthritis. You could be uh, running incorrectly, I would visit your doctor and get some x-rays maybe, talk to a, a, a physical therapist, those sorts of things. I can't diagnose you over the fucking internet. I love this dude, always so brutal and truthful. Thank you, Amy, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the end of week live. Also, my daughter thinks, thinks you're Bruce Willis. Uh, she loves the fifth element. I get Bruce, I, I get like such a wide variety of people uh, that I look like. So, you know, to the J.K. Simmons thing and Bruce Willis. All I got to say, if any of these people need, like, if, for any of your movies and everything like that, if you want to pay me to come and stand in and look like one of your relatives, fucking send the money. Um, uh, we should campaign for Nakato to go and feed the homeless with his uh, giant takeaway orders. It's just fucking, it's privilege. I mean, obesity is privilege. To consume more calories than you need alone is privilege. Yet alone, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't need to eat as what 
everything I do. I'm privileged too. I'm not trying to say I'm not. For those of you like, well, what about you? You stay 180 pounds and you could weigh 160 pounds. I'm privileged too, motherfuckers. I earned my privilege though. You know, and my privilege is what keeps me healthy, you know, uh, for real. Like I, I earned the fuck, I earned my food. I fucking earned my fucking size. I'm not just fat anymore. That was very privileged to fucking think I could be able to sit back and eat 10 McDoubles at any given fucking time. But to just be gluttonous and fucking eat food for the sake of eating food just to get fatter. I mean, he's a fucking shitty person. I keep getting so many people like people are saying Nicado Avocado is just running a social experiment. He's a fucking shitty ass person. He's not running a social experiment. He's eating himself to fucking death on camera. If he's running a social experiment, it's the stupidest fucking thing ever. It is not trolling if it kills you. You are not trolling anybody but your fucking self. If you see a fat person in a post-apocalyptic movie, you know they're the bad person. I got I fucking so true. Uh, let's see. If you don't have time to exercise, try to move, uh, move during your work breaks, get up, move more often. We have a lot of people that are really, really big. When they start with us, we just have them set the, a timer on their phone for every hour they stand up for, for 10 minutes. You know? Let's see. I'm going to scroll down here get to a few of these questions. I'm surprised nobody's called you Agent 47. That happens a lot, too. That happens a lot. Uh, so I got rid of my scale, stopped, uh, stopped sofas, stopped eating fast food, and now walk uh, the trails. I literally walk a game trail to the uh, to, to build trail from my backyard. I feel so much better. Good for you, Tara. That is That, that sounds like a very pleasurable, healthy lifestyle. Alan, your shoulders are jacked. Any uh, other body parts uh, that respond? Um, my, I, I mean... Just for the, the, the shoulder thing, like that's a lot genetics people. Like I can stand behind my father who's in, who's like in his late seventies and I, you still can't see me. His shoulders are that wide. Uh, and I'm a big man. Uh, my grandfather got buried in a double wide casket for his shoulders. So, um, my art, my arms also hang pretty big. My arms don't look as big as they are because of the shoulders and shit like that. Uh, but my my arms, my back. I mean, my 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 arms hang like the last time we measured them last year when I was dieted down, they were still eighteen inches. So my arms hang pretty big, you know. Uh, but I don't care about that shit. I actually want to downsize a lot, still a lot more. I'm trying to like I would love to end up being like 175 pounds fully dieted down, and then uh, like 180, 185 ish, just chilling at like. 9% body, you know, no, or not nine, but like 11 or 12% body fat. I would, I would really like that. And I'm sure there's gonna be people like, no, they don't. There's video of me, by the way, taping my arms. So you can check, check the fucking channel. Uh, when I when uh, it, when the, the pandemic hit with full pump, they were a little over 19. So, I mean, it's, and it's just, that's genetics too. You know, it's it, it, a, lot, a lot of it's genetics, you know, genetic size. I took DHEA for a long time, you know, like uh, for real. I mean, I just, I try to be very fucking honest with people, you know. What do you talk to your uh, clients in with your one-on-one -on -one time consultations? We talk about their week, their food behaviors, uh, different levels of hunger. We have people checking with their hunger all the time. It depends. It's different person to person too, by the way. Um, but we make sure that people... Uh, you know, address any issues they had during the week, how their week go, what they're planning on for, for the next week. We give them advice on how to deal with certain issues. If they're going to be out and about, how, how to set themselves up to not be 
super, uh, super hungry and things like that. Uh, everything from the food they've eaten, possibly making a healthier choice to, I mean, it's a, such a wide variety. No one consultation is the same, uh, for any even given client. We talk about their, their life that we've been, uh, as their life changes or molds, we mold it bit by bit by bit healthier. So it changes all the time. Uh, how can I motivate overweight family members uh, to get on the ball? I've tried encouraging move more and eat healthy, uh, send them pictures of fucking, uh, Diabetic amputations and necrotizing fasciitis and skin folds. Uh, I remember those taping videos. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, it's just fucking. It is what it is. So, is there a fairly accurate way to, of checking body fat? I just, and by the way, when I talk about my body fat, I'm eyeing it up. I don't fucking give a fuck. I don't even step on a scale no more. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna eat. I'm just gonna be healthy and everything like that. I step on a scale periodically, just so people, just so the fucking internet knows my weight. Uh, I mean, I'll step on a scale on my 51st birthday. I can guarantee that. I'm probably not, I'm honestly, I'm probably not going to step on a scale before then. And I probably won't step on a scale to my 52nd birthday after that. I don't, I, I, that is irrelevant to me. I am more concerned about being too big, even muscularly than anything. I just want to, I just want to be healthy. I just want to be healthy. Alan, your thoughts on the zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C and quinine. Uh, I, it's, I think it should have been the fucking thing that was put out to everybody uh, at the very beginning, and we would not, we would be in a completely, uh, completely fucking different fucking scenario right now. <clears throat> but I think that that was the problem. Your questions aren't going through. Well, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I go by the mirror. Like for 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 body fat, I go by the fucking mirror. So. Uh, but anyway, guys, last couple questions. I got to fucking get going. I've got shit I got to get done. Mark just sent me a text I got to fucking get to about no morbidity, I believe. And so last couple questions. Put them down. Amanda Ashley, down 26 pounds in a month and a half. I do one meal a day. Love the way it feels. That is outstanding. Amanda, uh, Amanda, make sure you're hydrating. Even if you think you're hydrating enough, hydrate more. Keep hydrating, keep hydrating, keep hydrating. You probably need even a little bit more <clears throat> because... Uh, that would, that will help you also find, make sure you're staying 90 to 95% processed, uh, non-processed foods, like whole foods, meats, fishes, eggs, vegetables, fruits, that sort of thing. Try to make sure the taste of uh, sweet goes later on in the fucking day. Uh, uh, and then basically just the normal hunger management tips, make sure you're setting a, setting a proper sleep routine, 30 minutes of sleep prep, make sure the air temperature is right. Make, you know, make sure the pillows are correct, everything like that, comfy blankets, those sorts of things. 30 minutes a day of stress relief that's not physically related. It's very, very important because what happens if you don't have a stress mechanism relief and you can't move around or anything like that, like you get injured, something like that, heaven forbid. But um, th those sorts of things. But great fucking job. Great fucking job. Very fucking cool. Daniel, I need to get rid, uh, rid of my scale because I'm obsessed with it. Six feet, 172, and only 11% body fat. Body dysmorphia is no joke. That's one of the reasons why we don't have a scale is because I found myself weighing myself over and over and over again. Uh, and it's if you have a problem with it, have somebody take it. That's what Crystal won't let, won't won't allow a scale in the house. And Crystal is the boss. That's why my name is the motherfucking CEO, the MFing COO. I'm the COO of our company. She's the CEO. She is the boss of our lives and our house. She's the boss. So. Still looking for unpaid interns. We are really not yet. We, we're, we're kind of in a transition phase, Dallin, uh, where we're looking for, uh, the, no, we're, we're going to be transitioning to no morbidity articles, stuff like that too. But I, I, I will send you a message. For obese people, how much uh, how much pounds is okay to lose per week? We honestly go, 
uh, from a half percent to two percent of their body mass. A half percent of their body mass is pretty good in a week. Two percent is pushing it. We got to make sure that they're being um, that they're feeling satiated, satisfied at two percent when they when they're very very big. Two percent is a, you know may seem like a lot, but it's not a lot in, in retrospect because it's mostly fat, water weight, that sort of thing. But when you're lower, half a percent of your body mass in a week, like if you're 200 pounds and you lose a pound a week, you're doing fucking, you're a fucking killer. I mean, you're, you're crushing it. I mean, you, you gotta be fucking, uh, you gotta be fucking, uh, uh, you, you gotta be fucking careful, you know, that you don't lose weight too fast. Um, anything over 2%, we find it very, very, very hard. Uh, even when the person's very large for them to be satiated, satisfied and feeling happy about the food they're eating. Uh, and or activity that they're doing. So uh, we, that's the range we look at. Now, that can go up and down depending on, on the time. I don't suggest people even weigh themselves in a week, every week, uh, but that's kind of what we go by. Keep with electrolytes on OMAD was one of the things that got me. I, I, I'd taken a little bit of uh, a, a grind of uh, Himalayan pink salt in my fucking water once a day too. You're on the East Coast because it's, it's too early. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. I'm, not, you know, I'm on the, the West Coast of Florida, technically. Um, and I do these at 1 o'clock, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm probably I'm thinking about doing a, a, another live or another fucking quick thing here at some point in time, maybe this weekend or something like that. We'll see. I don't know. I weigh myself about once a month at my parents' house. I don't feel the need to buy a scale of my own. 12 kilograms down so, so far this year. That's what a fucking hero looks like, Sophie. That is fucking amazing. Great fucking job, and congratulations on taking control of your future and your health. Great fucking job. If someone has very bad knees, what exercises do you recommend to them? them do? Swimming, but talk to your doctor first. Talk to your doctor first with swimming. Lou Ferrigno was 300 pounds ripped, but he was like 6'6". That's still way too fucking big. Way too fucking big. I mean, I, I, I think he's downsized now. He's got a huge frame on him, too. But obviously there was some help, you know, it's shit like that too. Anyway, guys, whoop. any program for women wanting to have kids to stay in shape and, and healthy. So, uh, uh, so post, they don't get overweight or obese talk. You should talk to your doctor about that, but uh, make sure you're, you're gaining proper amounts of weight. I would stick with as much whole food as possible. The diet I would, I would suggest to any woman that is pregnant, nursing, wants to get pregnant or any human being would be to have Processed carbohydrates and added sugar, processed sugar, be a very minimal, infinitesimally small amount of your nutrition. Um, that is, I, I haven't eaten processed carbohydrates, like eaten just like, I think the glaze on our ham from two days ago had it, had some in it, but like no added sugar, no nothing for the most part, you know, it's very important. Like, uh, but why, why expose your, if you're pregnant, why expose the fetus to ultra processed carbohydrates and the insulin response that it gets? I just don't understand that. You know, what are your dietitians that keep saying, I'd like to see more carbs on your plate. Uh, I have never found a study that pr proves that we need carbs. We do not need carbs. Your body does not need, you could never eat a carbohydrate ever, ever again in your fucking life. And you'd be okay as long as your body got the proper phytonutrients and micronutrients. Carbohydrates are not essential, period. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
All right, guys, I appreciate it. I got to go. I got a, I got a client here in a couple of minutes, and I just wanted to say thank you very much for tuning in. Mr. Crowder, if you've watched the end of this, please do hit me up. I would love to have a conversation. That was fucking hilarious and troll level five fucking thousand. I hope all of you have a great weekend. Again, here's the link to our coaching and our uh, and the uh, one-time consultation. If you are having issues with your food, if you are having issues with your life, if you have yo-yo dieted and you are looking to just get healthier without feeling like you're on a diet, without feeling like you're doing some crazy exercise regimen, we focus on satiation, satisfaction. We focus on feeling good about your food and doing appropriate fitness level activity. We try to avoid feelings of restriction. If that is you, if you have gone through all of that before, we can help you. Take us up on the offer, and I hope you have a great weekend. God damn.